Back for another episode of Should Have Been a Cowboy. It's been a long time. I don't think it we've done this in, since we did the the Thunder one with uh, with Kyle and Connor. Yes, I was wanting to do another one for um, the second round, but that um, never came to fruition. Yeah, it didn't happen, man. <laughs> so we never got the chance. Uh, so lots lots happened since then. Yeah, um, we had the spring game. Yes. Um, um, a few weeks ago, and you went to that. Um, what did you think about um, for the spring game? It was disappointing that they didn't go first group against first group. You know, they went okay. number one offense versus number two defense and vice versa. So I was a little disappointed yeah. by that. But, you know, it was it was good weather and fun time just sitting out watching football after we haven't had football in four or five months. So... Yeah, that's definitely yeah, true. It was, it was um, good times. I, I was wondering, um, based on what has happened in the past, um, did Mike Gundy coach with or without a shirt on? Uh, he kept his shirt on the whole time. Okay. He's got a nice that, beard that was, going on, too. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, his mullet, man, it's, it's just free He's getting out of control. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he necessarily needs to cut it, but maybe groom it a little bit, <laughs> if you will. But if we're not careful, he, he's going to anybody... end up with a ponytail pretty soon. <laughs> definitely. Um, did anybody catch your eye for the game? Um, I mean, Chuba Hubbard's fast. We knew that. But, man, mm-hmm. like he got into the open field once, and he was he was fast. Yeah, he's got pretty good instincts, him. too. Just as a, mm-hmm. as a down-to-down runner, he was pretty good. I think he was the most yeah. effective running back out there. Of course, Justice Hill got one carry, and then he sat down. So that was well, kind of the norm. We we know what we have with them. Right. I mean, no nobody's going to see how justice does. <laughs> right. Because everybody everybody already knows. Yeah, he didn't right. play after the first really the first snap. I think he went to the bench after the first snap and he didn't come back in. Jalen McCluskey didn't play at all. Uh Dylan Stoner didn't even dress. He didn't play at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're looking for Tyron Johnson. He made a couple of plays. Um, Taylor Cornelius is the only quarterback worth a darn on the team right now, but I don't think he'll be the starter game one. Yeah. I, I was holding out a little bit of hope, but he just, he's just nothing special. And I think that at least one of the two guys who are coming in this summer may be something more than nothing special. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would be, after the spring game, I'm I'm a little bit more dubious that Cornelius is getting the first snap. He still might, but uh, I was not impressed. Okay, you think it'll either be Sanders or um, the transfer from Hawaii? Yeah, Drew Brown. Drew Brown. Um, yeah, Cornelius just, you know, he just kind of, he locks on to his first target a lot, and he doesn't have a lot of, he doesn't seem to have a lot of feel I guess I don't. I don't know. It's, I, I I have a hard time putting my finger on it, but he just doesn't seem yeah. to doesn't seem to be anything special. Okay, yeah, and it's hard to be successful if you lock on to that one guy and you don't go through your reads. Yeah, I mean a lot of that could have been just the format of the day, but he just he I could probably count on one hand the number of times he didn't th- try to throw to his first option. Okay. Uh, but out, but out of all the guys that were there, he's the only quarterback that could do anything. Yeah, he and John Kolar were the only quarterbacks who played 
Uh, Claymore, what, what was? I, I saw the stats for him, and it was not impressive. I I didn't know if he looked good at all to you, or oh no, if he just Goodness, looked like no. he didn't know what he was doing. He he looked like he didn't know which team he was throwing to, and you know he he was. Unfortunate that he got a, a center who was struggling to even get him the snap, but even when he got a clean snap, he just he would short arm his throws. He would be way off target. He had a couple of nice runs, but as far as throwing the ball, just not not very good at all. Okay. And the uh, the token receiver who made a lot of plays but will never make a play in an actual game was Landon Wolf. Mm-hmm. Caught a caught a couple of long long passes, one of them for a touchdown. Um, you know, but that that seems to happen a lot in the spring game. I think last year it was Obi Obi Allo who had the big game, who was a walk on, and by the time the first uh, first game of the season had come along, he had transferred. Uh, same goes for Blake Webb. I think that was a 2012 spring game. He had he had the big numbers in that game, and he eventually transferred. So it's. Success so, in the spring game doesn't necessarily translate to the season. Well, it's for me, it's hard for the spring game because you can't really get a good feel for the team as a whole because it's your it's your offense against your defense. Yeah. So everybody knows what's if, coming. Yeah, and if the receiver has a like a great game, whomever it is, I don't know if it's just because that defensive back couldn't do anything or. Or if the receiver was actually as good, it's it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell anything from you're watching your guys scrimmage against your guys. Yeah, and I mean, if you're going to draw big important conclusions from the spring game, I don't know that I can help you. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just not a good it, indicator of what could happen. Yeah, you need to watch them against you know opponents, yeah. actual guys. Yeah. And a, yeah, and a good saw, flow of a game, you know. Yeah, I saw some of the plays, um, three plays from Chuba Hubbard, and it did seem like he was the only one that really would catch your eye from the game. Yeah. I'm, exci- I'm excited for the um, for the running back core because there are some good guys that, that are oh, on Oh, yeah. Team. Oh, there are some good guys at receiver <laughs> too. Yeah. I mean, we talked about how deep the receiving core was last year. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have the name recognition this year, but it's still super deep. And obviously Tyron Johnson is the, the name everybody knows, but you know, I think Pat McCoffman is going to be really good. He did not have a good, good day in the spring game. He had a couple of drops that should have probably been touchdowns, but I mean, that guy's huge and can go up and get the ball one-on-one yeah. kind of Marcel Aitman ish, but he's even taller. Yeah, um, and, and he's, Tylen Wallace. Yeah. Tylen Wallace made a couple of plays. I was surprised at how much yeah. Trayson Wallace played. Uh, yeah, yeah, did he get a lot of playing time in the in the spring game? Yeah, he did, and I think it was you know he's an inside receiver, and so I think it was because McCluskey and Stoner didn't play that mm-hmm. he got a lot more burn. But he was he was out there quite a bit, made a couple of catches. That was nice. L.C. Greenwood, the freshman who redshirted last year, he made a touchdown catch at the end of the game. Uh, that was that was pretty impressive. A little jump ball. He wears 81, so it kind of reminds you of Justin Blackman a little bit because they're wearing those <laughs> those same jerseys that Blackman wore in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, sounds like a fun day. Yeah, I had a good time. Good time. Awesome. Calvin Bundage is still crazy. You know, he well, jumped off sides a couple times. <laughs> he's kind of a beast. 
Yeah. <laughs> he can control himself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and we also had the draft just this past weekend. And um, were there any surprises with you? I was and, surprised that Mason fell as far as he did. Mm-hmm. Well, there were two teams that we kept hearing about, and that was um, at least that I kept hearing about, and that was New England and Pittsburgh. Yeah, were the two teams, and I actually thought they'd get Mason with the James Washington pick. Yeah, I was because um, Washington was picked um, the pick right before Mason, and I thought they'd get Mason. I thought I thought they'd get Mason with that one, and they got Washington, and. I looked at who was who was coming up, and I didn't see anybody that needed a quarterback until right. Pittsburgh again. I was like, well, he's going to fall to Pittsburgh because none of these teams that are about to draft need a quarterback. But that's, that's a hard thing with um, being a quarterback because he was the sixth quarterback taken, I believe. Yeah. And, he, and the one that was taken before him was Lamar Jackson at 31. Right. So, I mean, there are only so many teams that need a quarterback that – once they've already taken them, you, you'll fall a few rounds. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was, I was pretty excited about um, them getting to Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh duo of Rudolph to Washington. Um, but, yeah, I found it interesting. I've been following the uh, back and forth, or not the back and forth, really, but um, what Roethlisberger has been saying this past <laughs> week. Have you been following that? Guy. That? Oh, man. Well, it's funny because – He's upset that they picked a quarterback when he's been threatening to retire the last two seasons. Right, and he always gets it's, hurt. Yeah. But, and if you constantly say you think you might retire, you can't be upset when they get a quarterback. Yeah. I, you know, I just I don't think he's playing with a full deck. Uh, I don't <laughs> know, like, man. <laughs> are you serious? But... I, I don't know, because, yeah, and he, and he can get hurt any time. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Every every season, it seems, he says he's going to retire. So Yeah. And he's always getting pounded. Right. <laughs> he's not that fast, so. Well, it's funny that, you know, Rudolph ends up there because Roethlisberger is the one that kind of is his pro comparison, right? Mm-hmm. Big body, decent escapability, and ability to extend plays at least and a, a, yeah. a good, a good arm. So I think it's, it's, it's a pretty good situation for him. Um, Cause it, you know, I think he's got a pretty good shot to get the number two job at least mm-hmm. at some point in the season. Yeah, um, ahead of um, Landry. Ahead of Landry Jones and Josh Dobbs. Josh, yeah. Um, and, you know, Jones is in a contract year, so he could potentially not even be there past this year. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was a good uh, a good situation for him. He doesn't he doesn't have the expectation to come in and start right away. He can just kind of well, sit back always, and learn. To me, that's always the perfect um, position to be in is to where you can sit like two or three years and learn the system and 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 then go right away. Like I I did not want Mason to go to a team where he'd have to start right away because I no. I did not feel like he would succeed. No. But as far as Washington goes, I think it's a great fit there too. Mm-hmm. Man, he's he's got a chance to do something special as a rookie. I think, mm-hmm. especially after Martavis Bryant got traded. Yeah, he yeah. could he could surprise some people. I don't know if that's the right word because he's a Blitnikoff winner, but 
Yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited, and I'm also excited because Pittsburgh is not a team that I dislike. Oh, hey, that's like, good. I, like if he had gone, if he, if Mason had gone to New England, I don't like New England. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I do not want him to go to New England. Well, um, okay. Or what? Why do you not like New England? Is it because they've uh, just been a dynasty for so long and because Tom Brady's kind of annoying? I, I'm, I am not too proud to admit it's because they're good. Yeah. I'm, right. Quite frankly. It's so that, but my good. point is they would be an easy team to say, okay, now they got a dude that I like. I could probably, I can probably shift and, and be okay yeah. with them. I, mean, I have a feeling yeah. if, he, if he went to the New York Giants, you probably wouldn't feel that way. No. If you went to a team in the NFC East. Yeah. Um, other than the cat Dallas, obviously, I, I I could not switch to liking them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm not too proud to say the only reason I hate the Patriots is because they win. I mean, that is I mean, totally understandable. I totally agree with you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like me disliking Alabama in college football. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't think and I don't think there's a problem for disliking a team because they win all the time. Like, that's yeah, you get sick of it. Yeah, like, but people give you a hard time because of that. I'm like, you know what? So be it. Yeah. But yeah, um, and also, I don't know, and also because they win so much, obviously they're very egotistical, <laughs> which I mean, which I mean, kind of comes with playing in the NFL. I mean, you can't be yeah. in the NFL without having a big ego. <laughs> yeah. But um. Uh, and and you know it's easy to dislike Tom Brady because he's so talented. You know he 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 has a good life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he has he has a model wife. He has however much money between the two of them. I don't want to know. That'll just make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so much money. So yeah. So it's just easy to dislike him. Um, Belichick is just annoying. <laughs> so. Yeah. He he kind of is, but I kind of sympathize with Belichick a little bit. Yeah, you know he he just wants to do his job. Yeah. I think. Did you um have you watched the thirty for thirty about him? And, I uh, did. Bill Parcells. Yeah. It was super. It was very interesting. It was, and he actually like talked. No, is... I, I it it got me to at least have a new sense of respect for Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you can say that, but um yeah it was it was very interesting. Um, yeah, I love 30 for 30. It's, it's, it gives a new, um, outlook on sports that I like. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so yeah. So if you had gone there or the giants or even worse, the Eagles, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I would not have been happy. Yeah. But, and the Pittsburgh I can live with, I, I can, they can be my second team. I don't really care. Um, but um, Oakland got a steal with Marcel Aitman. He I think so. To the seventh round, I think it was. Yeah. And I mean, I knew he wasn't going to get that high, but um, I knew he wasn't going to get higher than like third or fourth. But just he fell. I, I think I think Oakland got a steal with him. I think I think they're going to be pleased because he's 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 a darn good player. He'll, he'll get those hard yards. It seemed like anytime Rudolph needed a hard third down, he would just he would th- he would throw it up to him and he would get it. Yeah. Now the thing about Oakland is they're kind of loading up with wide receivers at this point. Yeah. They have a lot of wide receivers on their team. Um, I'm looking at their roster right now. Oh, hey, they have Keon Hatcher. He's an Oklahoma guy. That's nice. Went to uh, nice. I think he went to Owasso 
and then went to Arkansas. I did not know that. Well, there you go. So, yeah, they have Martavis Bryant, who they traded for. They have Amari Cooper out of Alabama. Um, they have Ryan Switzer. who He was with Dallas, wasn't he? Yeah, he was with Dallas. Yeah. They just, they've got a lot of wide receivers on their team. And so, you know, Aitman's going to have a lot of competition there. But, yeah, I think I was surprised at how far he fell, and hopefully he can latch on with somebody. If it's not Oakland, he can latch on with somebody else eventually. I think he should be able to. I mean, it wasn't very often I saw him drop a ball. Right. Now, he did have a nasty habit of getting tackled on the one-yard line. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nasty habit. But also, he he basically got the team to the one yard line. So that's, that's true. Also, I mean, you can't be too upset. Because, <laughs> oh man! But he he would always get it seemed like the tough catches on the sidelines. Yeah. Oh, he's and, a super physical, tall receiver. So you can't have too many of those. Oh, yeah, man. And um, I I texted you because I have a Baker Mayfield take. Oh yeah. Um, for the podcast. Now, this is going to terrify you because um, you know Baker Mayfield was selected number one by the Browns. I did hear that, yes. Okay. And it's actually a positive take. Uh-oh. It scared me, <laughs> it, 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 but I'm going to give it to you. It's, I think out of all the quarterbacks that were taken, Baker Mayfield is the only one that could succeed in Cleveland. Yeah. That's my, that's my take. You might be right. Like, I, I 100% think he's the only one out there that could succeed um, because I feel like he has the – he. I mean, it's kind of a positive take, but it's kind of negative in my mind as well because I feel like he makes chips on his shoulder. He's like yeah. – he's he is the um, king of just adding chips on his shoulder to, <laughs> that are BS. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I feel like – and I feel like you need that type of attitude to play in Cleveland. Yeah, and, I think that's probably true. And, and I, I just think he's the only one that has the right attitude that could succeed at Cleveland. And that's I, – I don't think anybody else could. Um, and that that's my one take about Mayfield. I mean, I'm t- I am t- completely tired of the, the best story – um, of the draft narrative that people have thrown around because I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, but I think if anything, um, what's his face? Um, um, the twin Griffin. Um, what's his first name? Oh, who went to Seattle? Who is missing a hand? Oh yeah. Shaquem Griff- Griffin. You, I can't even remember his name. It's one of yeah. Shaquem is one of them. Yeah, I don't remember which one is, but I, I feel like he's the best story of the draft. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Especially because he got drafted by the same team that drafted his brother. Yeah, which is just really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Shaquille well, yes. Griffin. Was that was that the one, that, or was that the older brother? No, that or was not the older brother. They're twins. Was that the other brother? That was the one that got drafted this year. Okay. Oh, good. I was correct. I don't know. Shaquille both Griffin are... is the other one. Okay, I, I knew both. I knew the first names were similar. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Just didn't remember which. That's got to be the most confusing thing, growing up. With a with a sibling, let alone a twin, with a very similar name as yours. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious to see 
what they're going to do about the back of the jerseys. <laughs> because or, cause they can't put like S or SH. Are they going to just. Can't even put, put Shaq. Are they going to put their full names? <laughs> Probably. Like Donovan <laughs> Woods. That's true. Those are those are pretty long names for the NFL. You don't see that very often. Yeah. But yeah, so I I like that. Um, but yeah, I I I think I just I got tired of the whole Mayfield's the best story narrative. You know? Yeah, I don't think it is. Um, and he didn't have a um, he didn't have a scholarship um, at Tech. But he had scholarship offers. It's not like right. he, he didn't have any offers. Yeah. But, but anyways, I think I think he's the only one that can succeed because it's succeed in Cleveland, which is one thing. Because like I I'm I'm also gonna be honest. I kind of wouldn't mind if he failed. I would not be upset about that. Um, well, however, you tread through that pretty lightly. I hope he fails. <laughs> okay, I hope he fails. And so I was happy because he got to Cleveland. And I was like, yeah, I want him to fail. I was trying to be nice about it. <laughs> However, if he's the one that makes Cleveland into like a powerhouse, that's going to be ten times worse. Oh, I'm yeah. going to be so upset. Yeah, I don't know if I can <laughs> was, live with that. It was one of those things I didn't know if I wanted him to go to Cleveland. Because if he was basically their savior <laughs> – yeah, I don't think I could live in Oklahoma. <laughs> it, it would be unbearable with BYU fans. Yeah, that's true. I mean, hopefully, hopefully Mason does well with Pittsburgh. I mean, he wouldn't be their savior because they have a good history. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, but um, yeah, Mason and um, Baker are going to play twice a year. So oh, that'll be fun. fun. Yeah, division rivals, I think. That's what Mason said. The second he got drafted by Pittsburgh, that's what he thought about. <laughs> he, thought, he got excited for playing Baker twice a year. But, yeah, so I'll let, we need to write it down because on this particular day, um, May 8th, I said something positive, maybe some negative things around it. But I at least said <laughs> one positive thing about Baker Mayfield. We're not totally negative concerning Baker Mayfield. Not totally negative. <laughs> there were negative connotations involved. That's right. But, but, but it was some, somewhat positive. Which, you know, usually I just rag on him. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take that. Um, yeah, that's the draft. Um, Trey Flowers, I think, went to Seattle. Yep. He's gonna play corner, Seattle. which is interesting. Yeah, to play corner. Which you know, I think I think that's probably a good place. I mean, Seattle usually has very good defense. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what he does. Oh, I'm trying to think of any if any were um, OSU players signed as free agents. I can't think. There's um, one that signed. The Quentin Osborne signed to Dallas, right? Yeah, I was gonna say there's one that signed on Dallas. I can't think. Of, yeah, it's the Quentin Osborne signed to Dallas. Lund, it up earlier. Lundblade what? signed or got a chance with Seattle, but I think he got waived today. Okay. Maybe he'll get maybe he'll get picked up someplace else. It's hard, um, especially like when you sign as a free agent in football, because there are so many players that start out on the roster, and they basically cut like half the roster before opening day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. it's it's not like the NBA where maybe like two or three guys might get cut if they sign with the team. 
it's like with because well, I don't even remember they started with over a hundred and they cut it down to what's the final roster sixty something final roster is fifty three fifty three you're right so they cut it quite a bit so you 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 really have to work your tail off to make the team especially yeah. if you're like a, if you're a, an undrafted free agent Chris yeah. Lacey went to New England. Mm, okay, so I remember seeing that. Ramon Richards to the Rams. Okay, what, what did what did what did they sign him? What did he um, go as? Was it a safety? Um, I don't Ramon know that. Say, I don't know that it him? says. Pick him up. I would imagine he would be. I would imagine he'd be a safety, but I don't know. That's a. That's what I would think. I mean, I would imagine he's not going to make the roster, so. Well, he'd have a better chance of the safety than as a corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach Crabtree with the Chargers. Okay. Okay. So I think that's all. That's that's good. So it'll be interested, interesting to see what players are able to stick around the teams. And at the very least, make like a practice squad. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like Ramon Richards, I wouldn't be shocked if he at least makes a practice squad. Yeah, not that's as, true. Not, not as a, not like on the team on Sundays, but right makes this practice. Yeah. Um, anything else about football you you're thinking of? Other than the fact that I'm ready for it to begin. Yeah, man. I saw <laughs> I saw a funny uh, a funny tweet the other day because uh, recently somebody had uh, issued their over unders for win totals for the Big Twelve teams, mm-hmm. and uh, some some account that was obviously a a Texas blogger or fan or something uh, so, w- responded to the tweet that said. Both OSU and Kansas seem high. Now that's funny because Texas has gone one and three against those teams the last two years. <laughs> oh. So delete your oh. account. <laughs> Man, if if there's anything that's true that's gonna be true every single year, you could say death and taxes, whatever. But the third thing is always gonna be Texas is gonna be overrated going into the season. Tremendously, I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, well, they're going to be overrated by nat- the national analysts. They're going to be even more overrated by their fans. <laughs> right. They're probably expecting to go, go to the national championship this year. Like, one joker had him going to the national championship last year. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. That's why I just... Just because of all that nonsense, I just want them to lose. <laughs> every game. Literally every game. And I'm not even necessarily usually a Texas hater. I mean, like... No, I'm not when, either. When they, when they were good, I was like, I want to see them lose. Just cause It's kind of like OU. Just one one of the reasons is because they're good. Or KU in basketball. Maybe Kansas in basketball. Because I don't, I don't despise Kansas. I despise OU, so that's probably bad. <laughs> yeah. A bad analogy. But it's like Kansas in basketball. I want to see them lose because they're so good. And now I just want to see them lose because everybody thinks they're good. Right. <laughs> and and no, the, the, they haven't done anything 
took me up there. In almost yet. 10 years. They haven't done anything in almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Gosh. <sighs> That's insane that they haven't been great or good in that long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ready for football season. Around the time basketball season ends, like when the Thunder season ends, that's usually when I get in football gear. <laughs> I'm like, because quite frankly, I used to love baseball like nobody's business um, when I was in middle school and early high school. Not anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's a game on, I'll, I might watch it, but I, I'm, I, I could skip it and just go straight to football. Yeah. And I would not be upset. Although the OSU baseball team's doing pretty well right now. They are, mm-hmm. man. They're looking like it's a good chance they'll win the Big Twelve. Which they is have a hard crazy. time beating non conference teams, but the Big Twelve teams, they got that. Yeah, well it's a lot of that is has to do with the fact that they just don't have a deep pitching staff. Yeah. You know, their weekend pitching is pretty good, but then the midweek they just don't have anybody to throw out there because they've got so many injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if there was a time for me to pay attention to baseball, this year would probably be it. Yeah. So maybe I should start. So you're telling me you didn't go to Bedlam Baseball in Tulsa? I did not week. go to Bedlam Baseball. However, I did read the results, and I enjoy beating OU in anything. So yeah. <laughs> I am still happy that we that OSU beat OU. Yeah, man. Because beating OU is fun, and losing to them sucks. So that's my, <laughs> that's my wonderful analysis. Okay. Oh, there you so, go. <laughs> um, we got we haven't talked since we haven't talked in a while, or at least we haven't talked OSU in a while because we did have the Thunder podcast. Um, we've had some recruits since last time we talked about um, OSU basketball. Yeah. And uh, we have one the big one that came first, I believe, out of the because we got really three big ones um, was Contribus Jones. Yeah, he's he's a really um, big one. He's six foot ten, two hundred and ninety pound center. He's not a small human. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, so he, he's gonna he's um a two thousand eighteen recruit. Yeah, he'll be in so next he, year. He was, yeah, he was originally um committed to Xavier um for two thousand seventeen, but he didn't qualify. Right. So he's 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 been last season on prep school and changed his mind and is coming to OSU. Yeah, and there's a good chance he's going to start because they just don't well, have any post players they're not right any now. Big guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm I'm fully expecting him to start. Yeah. Quite frankly. I don't or know. I think they'll they'll probably still pull in a a grad transfer or, or a JUCO. Yeah. I think. Or he'll at least play a lot. He will definitely play a lot. Yes. So, so um, so that, that's exciting. Um, and then. For 2019, they had, they got the Boone Twins. Um, no relation to me, in case you're wondering. I was wondering. I was curious. Um, I know a lot of people think of me as an athletic freak. <laughs> um, and um, so, however, um, they're probably just a little more athletic than I am. Mm, yeah. Um, a little taller too, because Keelan Brown is six foot six. He's the wing, and then is a. What's his name? Khalid? Khalid? It's Caleb. Boone? Or, I said Keelan Brown. I mean, Keelan Boone. Is yeah. it Caleb Boone? It's Caleb, yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was Caleb, but it looked like Khalid for a second there. Yeah. Caleb, Boone, Caleb Boone's um, six foot eight, and he's in the post. Yeah, and he's going to be good. Yeah. Watch Have some of his highlights. highlights. He is good. 
Awesome. Yeah, I, um, I, what I'm hearing is he'll be uh, both of them will probably be able to contribute, but Caleb Boone will be the one that contributes the most at the beginning. Yeah. Is what I got. Um, Caleb averaged 17 points, 13 rebounds as a junior, and Keelan is um, 15.8 points and 8.7 rebounds. Yeah, Keelan's a good shooter, um, and he's got obviously he's got good size, six six or six seven. But mm-hmm. Caleb's the interior guy, and he is a shot blocker. He will block That's everything in his area. That's always good. Maybe I don't know. I live in Tulsa now. Maybe I'll be the rent the. Um, the weirdo that goes to a memorial game. <laughs> why you gotta be? Why you gotta be weird? Like, you just go. That's that, that, that's why high school games exist, so people will go watch them. <laughs> but I've never gone to a high school game just to watch. That I like didn't go, go to just just a random high school game. I've, I've never done that before. So oh, you should. It's a lot of fun. I'll do that. I'll 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 I'll, I'll do some, um, and then I'll come back and give my analysis on the Boone Twins. There you go. Maybe I'll come up one day and we'll go. We'll go to a game. You should, man. That'd be fun. Yeah, and um, have we got? Have they got anybody else since we last did this? Yes, Mike Cunningham. Mike Brad... Cunningham. You're right. I did. I, I was thinking it, but I didn't know if we, um, if the podcast was after Cunningham. No, I think he was the most recent one that they picked up. Uh, grad transfer from oh, South right. Carolina Upstate. Uh, yeah, ca- kind of a combo guard. I think he'll probably play a lot of point. Yeah, he um, graduated today. Oh, good for him. Do you know how I know that? It's because he put that he graduated today. <laughs> and uh, and my, I only saw that on Twitter because Boynton responded. Oh, good. And said, and said awesome, next stop Stillwater. And yeah. Cunningham responded with, yes, yes, boss, hashtag let's work. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I, I like this kid already. Man, I tell you what, um, I, I've – I have very specific ways that I use social media. Uh, I only use Twitter basically to follow sports reporters and writers and sort and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You kind of get uh, news links and stuff from, from Twitter. Facebook is where I have my personal friends and I've decided that I will follow athletes on Instagram. All right. Uh, so okay. I do not, I don't use Instagram myself, but I've decided that that, that would be where I will exclusively follow athletes. Uh, and Contravius I, Jones posts so much on Instagram. <laughs> oh, does he? <laughs> See, I have an Instagram, and I've posted before, but I, I don't think I've ever followed athletes on Instagram. Yeah, right. it's it's not too exciting. They they basically I, post screenshots of what songs they're listening to. Yeah, and I know Stephen Adams posts like about Fortnite or whatever. Yes, he does. It's, I've seen those, <laughs> and it makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, I, I follow a lot of athletes on Twitter usually. Mm. I don't follow this. I don't follow Cunningham, or at least I haven't. But because Boynton replied and I follow him, yeah, is why it showed up. But so yeah, it'll be a good pickup. Yeah, um, and they'll they'll you know they're in on a couple other guys right now for 2018. Yeah. Uh, the, another point guard had his visit this last week, and I think he's going to announce on Friday uh, choosing between OSU, Texas Tech, and UTEP, and that's uh, Isaac Likely. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Which would be a, a really good pickup if, if they could land him. Um, mm-hmm. Super strong guard. Um, I, I, I doubt that he's coming to OSU. I don't know why. I just get a feeling that, I, that he's not. Um, 
And the other one is kind of a big, bigger wing, almost a Cam McGriff comparison with Maurice Kalu. And it sure sounds like he's going to come. He's got his visit okay. this week, and I, I kind of expect that he'll commit to OSU. Yeah. So, and then it would be nice to get another, another big guy in the grad transfer yeah. area. And there's still a couple of intriguing names in that, in that pool. I don't know that any of them are actually connected to OSU, but there's a few, a few that are still out there. Yeah, it's looking good though. I mean. Before the recruiting started, we had no idea how good Boynton could do. So yeah, so it's it's been enjoyable. I'm sad that uh, Courtney Ramey went to Texas. Let's not talk about that. Uh, I said Texas. Upset. Which, you know, out, out of all all the all of the schools he had on his list, that was the school I did not want him to go to. Right. You know, because I don't want to see him. That's right. Yeah, go go play at Missouri. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't go to OSU, go go out of the conference. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's it's enjoyable. It's, it's fun to keep up with recruiting. See who yeah. they're getting. Well, I think it's um, a lot more fun to keep up with basketball recruiting to me than it is football because basketball there's well, it's easier, but it's also you know you're you're crafting a team more in basketball mm-hmm. than you are in football because in football you're taking so many guys. Yeah. And you know, it's just there's there doesn't seem to be as much strategy to it. You just Yeah. Hey, we need a corner, let's go offer a corner, you know. Basketball there's yeah. a whole lot more intricate team building well, in there. Yeah. Because there are so few guys. And uh, yeah, and also like for me, it's it's just easier to follow basketball cuz you know, football oh, yeah. there are 20, 30 guys you're going after. <laughs> yeah. Like, when when in basketball it's like you just have to remember five or six names. Right. <laughs> so so it's easier, except for, like, the big guy in football. Those are, like, the big quarterback running back. But, yeah, so, I'm, so it's, I think it's more enjoyable. But yeah, I'm, I'm also excited for basketball season next year. Yeah, man. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so if um, August could hurry up and get here, that would be great. <laughs> Just fast forward um, through the next three months and we don't need yes. it. Yes, exactly, man. <laughs> exactly. But, man, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to add? Nope, I don't think so. Sounds good. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.